0: maybe a a tiny studio apartment now can become a much bigger space than what you've ever imagined. And this is kind of what Zenny Home is doing in with their homes. They are building into these modular homes and using this technology where they claim by doing this that, you know, a home that's maybe 600 square feet can now feel like 1,500 square feet. And, you know, the walls are going to move. Closets will move in and out. You can use the robotic furniture to make space for a home office. Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. Today, I want to talk a little bit about something about trends, innovation trends, and in particular, trends in the home furnishing and home furniture industry. You know, the world is changing so fast, and it's so interesting to see all these new trends that are coming about and to kind of explore some ways that they may affect all of our lives. I've been fascinated lately with um, many home companies in particular modular home companies and some of the type of innovative things that they are doing in with their homes one of them of course is the company boxable that many of you may have seen where they have literally a house that will unfold within about an hour and can be put on a site. And yes, the house is small. It's like 300 or something square feet. It's not a very big house. It's made kind of more like a one-person hotel room. But it's really quite interesting unique to think about this because the cost of this is under $50,000. And many people say that this can help solve some of the housing crisis that is going on, and particularly in places like the United States where Homes prices are raising so quickly. Another company, too, that I've been quite fascinated with is a company called Zeni Home. And Zenny Home is going to be starting production this month at the Navajo Indian Reservation in Arizona. And the man who owns or started Zeni Home is the same man who started the magazine for the Sky Malls that used to be in all the airplane seats and was quite popular for quite a while. And also he's working together with an architect who designed and worked on the Daybreak housing complex or area, which is in Utah. And Daybreak is quite interesting because they're sort of believe in this sort of like this community where people can walk to the store and they can, you know, get a train and it's sort of like this new sort of way or thinking of living. So, you know, fast forward a couple of years from now, and there's a um, company called Zenny Home. And what's so interesting about this, or I find so fascinating, and I want to talk about this today because it really sort of, you know, talks about how these trends could actually go around the world. Like we're living in this smaller world than we ever have been before, that we're living in this world of trade and, and global trade and information. And we're living in this world where what happens in one part of the world can actually affect or can be shipped and, and put up in another part of the world. So Zenny Home is working together with a company that's called MIT Media Labs. And MIT Media Labs has been working on furniture that's basically retractable. So imagine for a minute with, you know, with your smartphone, you could summon your bed to come down from the ceiling. And let's imagine for a minute that you're living in some small apartment in New York City or Boston or somewhere else, and that, you know, you want to have the ultimate use of your space. You want the space to be controlled by you and not you controlled by the space. And then imagine like, you know, at nighttime, your bed comes down, you sleep on the bed, you don't need the bed during the day, it rises back up, you have extra space, you have extra room, you can entertain, you can bring people in. And suddenly your apartment, which was once maybe a a tiny studio apartment, now can become a much bigger space than what you've ever imagined. And this is kind of what Zenny Home is doing in with their homes. They are building into these modular homes and using this technology where they claim by doing this that, you know, a home that's maybe 600 square feet can now feel like 1,500 square feet. And, you know, the walls are going to move, closets will move in and out. You can use the robotic furniture to make space for a home office, you know, where maybe there was one before. I thought about this where many people are working from home. And you know, and and maybe you know, there's a lot of people that are being stuck working in spare bedrooms or their kids' bedrooms where their kids are away at college or, you know, these other sort of uh, funny or interesting places that they've been forced to work because they've had to work from home. Well, how cool would that be if suddenly you you know your child was at, at university and didn't need the bed for most of the time, or you have a guest room and you, you know, guests come every once in a while, so you keep a guest room, but how cool would that be if you could have the 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 bed rise up to the ceiling and be hidden up in the ceiling area, and then you could use the rest of that space for your office when you need it. And then when you have a guest come, you bring the bed down and they can sleep on the bed. And this is kind of the envision that people like Zeni Home, uh, the you know MIT Media Labs that they're working on to make the ho- tiny home feel not so small anymore. You know, I could really see a lot of uses for this, especially in other parts of the world. And this is where I kind of feel like these things, these, you know, type of robotics, furniture, walls moving, other things could be very useful in places, especially like you talk about Japan, where space is at a minimal, or you talk about Hong Kong, Singapore, you know, almost anywhere in Asia, in these huge cities where it's very expensive and where... You know, people are being forced to live in these tiny apartments and sometimes many people in one apartment, as is in Hong Kong. And it, instead, you know, the beds can rise up, you have space, and then you can bring the beds down and sleep. It's it's kind of really quite a fascinating um, trend to think about and think about how this could affect the housing around the world. You know, and, and how, you know, companies like Zeni Home who are starting to integrate these into every single home that they have. In other words, they are making their home become a completely smart home, you know, where everything will be able to move. You know, I really find this really quite exciting, you know, especially if you don't want to have to buy a huge house and have huge square footage, but you want to be able to have everything that a huge house offers. You know, this is kind of like what technology is doing and how technology is in so many ways changing the world in which we live and making the world a better place. You know, another trend that I see, and this isn't a new trend and a lot of people have smart homes, but is that, you know, the smart home, as we know, will continue to evolve and it will continue to become an important part of many industries, including my own industry, which is the home furnishing and home decor industry. You know, a lot of this with smart homes is going to start being driven to by AI or artificial intelligence. And countries like, many of you may not realize this, but countries like Taiwan and actually China are at the forefront of researching artificial intelligence. The United States has a lot of the technology but a lot of these other places as taiwan and china are pushing artificial intelligence because they see it having so many different types of ways that it can be used not just you know in the home which of course is one way through the whole smart home but another way is actually um you know through you know factories manufacturing um you know, through computers, through, through making simple tasks become a lot easier to be done. And that's kind of a bit like what technology is, what technology is all about. You know, as I mentioned before, smart devices are not something new. And just, you know, just like Zenni Home or the Modular Homes is not something new. But it's kind of the twist in what they're doing with Zenny Homes that kind of makes it interesting and makes it worthwhile for us to think about and to, to understand it. You know, there's groundbreaking taking place now with 100% smart and robotic units, you know, where, um, you know, not, you know, not just of the home, but where people are making these smart homes that will become, it will be able to do anything for you. You know, imagine for a minute, I saw something else for another modular home company that was actually making a smart home. So you could bring the water down from the sky. So you could get up to two liters per day of drinking water just from moisture from the sky. Of course, solar panels is not new that you can get your electric from solar panels. But this home went a little bit different and they had smart shower. And that the shower would know exactly about what time every day you're going to take your shower face it, most of us are creatures of habit. We'll get up at about a certain time, we'll take our shower at a certain time. And then we have to stand there, you know, in that shower or run the water in order for the water to become hot, to, you know, for exactly the kind of temperature we want. And then we'll take our shower. Well, they were looking at how can we ensure that there's not so much waste going on. So they have what's called a smart shower, where the shower can basically Uh, knows when you're about going to take a shower, starts heating up the water, get into the shower, the water's at the perfect temperature. I really like the idea of that because how many times is it in the cold of the winter or another time where you're standing there and you're just kind of freezing under a shower because of the fact that you're waiting for that water to get hot? How cool would it be to have a shower that already knows that you're going to be in there and that they're going to heat, preheat the water for you. Not only are you saving on water, and you're not wasting the um, the precious resource of water, but also you're able to have an extra degree of comfort in that you're not standing in the shower freezing. shower's already hot and ready to go. One of my favorite authors is Thomas Friedman. And I think I've read about every book that he's written, especially the books about the internet, technology, how technology is changing the world. And many of you will remember his book called "The World is Flat," where he basically talked about how the internet would change the way the world operates because suddenly the world is going to become this this place where everybody, in some ways, is going to be an equalizer, that you know somebody in in Nigeria or another part of Africa, Or Europe or or Asia will be able to get onto YouTube and learn a lot of things. They'll learn how to design a website. They're going to learn how to um, design a product. They're going to learn how to use, um, uh, you know, how how to do CAD. They're going to learn all these skills that before you really had to go into a school or an education to be able to learn. And they're going to be able to become experts of those just totally online. You know, I've seen this uh, myself with my own life in that many years ago I had somebody helping me do my my own web pages and they left and I thought this is ridiculous. I am so tired of depending on people to do a simple web page for me. So I spent some time and it was hard. I admit it was hard. It was difficult. It was not easy and I started to learn WordPress. I would have to say learning WordPress was probably one of the best things I did. It was hard. It wasn't easy. And it's not easy to keep up either because it's constantly changing, constantly new things going on. But I have found that I can learn anything on YouTube. I have a problem. I don't know how to solve it. Pretty much, I can get on YouTube and figure it out. And that, of course, is one of the beauties about the internet today and one of the beauties of technology and how technology is changing our lives. Not only that, it's changing the the global trade. It's changing how the world's trading. And it's changing about who's able to trade throughout the world. You know, it's a matter of somebody now can figure out how do I design a product? How do I get someone to produce it? How do I import it? What do I do? And you could do all of that online now, you could figure out how do you sell on Amazon, how do you sell on Etsy, how do you sell on any other platform, how do you go out and sell to others? You know, so suddenly it's made this world a whole different place where now you, know, you, th- you think about something like um, Alibaba, where they have their platform now where a lot of the uh, Chinese suppliers are on Amazon. And yes, we will ship this to you from China. You know, years ago, that was unfathomable. We didn't think about that. We didn't think about the fact that you could be buying something from anywhere else in the world and that you can then be able to have that delivered to you. over Christmas time, I decided I wanted some candy that was from Sweden. And I went on to Amazon, and this candy is no longer offered in the United States. Couldn't find it anywhere in the United States. But I found somebody from Finland who was going to package up for me some of the candy i wanted and mailed it through me through the mail yes it took a bit of time yes it was longer than maybe i would have hoped it didn't come automatically but it came and yes it was more expensive because of all the shipping and everything else that was involved but still it came and and actually the funny part of it was that this type of candy that i like was fresher coming from europe than it was if I had bought it here in the United States. So this just really shows how small this world is becoming, how technology is changing that. And the next area will be that we all need to look at. Anyone who's looking to be in global trade or to somehow be in the global world is how is this going to change and affect trade? You know, suddenly trade is going to become something that will become more smarter artificial intelligence will be able to tell you exactly what you need to buy and when you uh, when you need to buy it. You will be able to um, figure out you know be able to track shipments, know exactly when things are coming in. All of this is there already and it's just going to get better. The world is just going to get better. So why wouldn't it be affecting us in our home? Why is it so unfathomable that we'd have a chair that um, a chair that could you know change and expand and contract and maybe move into a couch where you can be able to have more people seated, that you could have a bed that's hidden up in the ceiling during the day, comes down at nighttime, you sleep on the bed, you bring it back up, you've got closets and other space that move so that you can make more space, that you can even move the closet so that you can have your office in the closet, all of those are things that are going to be coming, and it's really not so far away. And this is going to come to not just us in the United States, even though Zeni Homes being built there, or to Europe. I see things like this coming to the entire world, where it's going to continue to change the entire world. Technology is here to stay, and it's going to be changing our entire world. This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and we really appreciate you listening. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you be part of our community, and we'd love to have you subscribe and listen to our podcast. We realize that it's because of you and because of your willingness to listen to me ramble on here once a week that you've even made this podcast possible. We appreciate you. Thank you so much.